0: Warning, the following podcast may contain potential plot spoilers, but then again, it may not at all.
1: Hello and welcome to Potential Spoilers. I'm Kieran and I'm joined by Maddie D. The little chicken was right all along. Mm. And if you didn't want to know that, then you
0: shouldn't be listening
1: to the show because that is a spoiler. It certainly is. I don't know why we're spoiling nursery rhymes now, but... Uh, well, I it's guess... a
0: movie technically.
1: Yeah, I guess it is. Zach Braff vehicle from what I remember. But yeah, what we do on this show is we look at all the promotional material for an upcoming Hollywood blockbuster and then we attempt to predict as much of the plot as humanly possible. Before Matty D and I started doing a podcast, we were simply friends, and now we're just simply friends who try and work out the plots of movies. (laughs) Are we still friends? It's debatable these days. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. It's becoming more and more debatable with each episode, because... (laughs) I think we've said this in the past, as soon as the mics are switched off at the end of the episode, we just don't talk to each other. Maybe he yeah. just gets up and walks out and we won't speak again <laughs> until the mics are back on the following week.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: There's no time spent absolutely. in between. You know, if no, we have to go see a movie together, we'll force ourselves to, we'll sit on opposite sides of the cinema.
0: Let's, let's, let's not lead people astray here, Kieran. We're more than friends. We're like, we're lovers. Okay. We are cinema
1: lovers. Well, we've got like a, a symbiotic bond yes. to cinema. Yes, we're like
0: other. we're practically married now.
1: Yeah. I think we're practically married at this point. And the reason that I bring all this up is because today is actually a very special occasion. Maddie D doesn't realize this, but today is our 100th movie prediction. Yay! So as of this episode, we will have predicted 100 movies altogether.
0: What a milestone. What a milestone.
1: We could have been talking about DC Pets for our 100th episode. Yeah, thank goodness we're not. <laughs> Instead, we're talking about the upcoming Jordan Peele science fiction horror film Nope. Mm. So in our third episode, our third ever prediction, we talked about Jordan Peele's last movie. What was it called? Us. Yes. And I felt like it would be we would be remiss if we didn't talk about his follow up to that.
0: Yeah, Jordan Peele is a very important part of this show. I feel like, and it, it's appropriate yeah. for our hundredth episode. I mean, I we think we talk about movies that he writes. I we mean, talk about movies that he produces. What would this show be without Taika Waititi, Jordan Peele, and the entire Marvel Cinematic
1: Universe? Exactly. Right? We wouldn't have anything to talk about. (laughs) Tarantino's only releasing like one movie every five years. Uh, Martin Scorsese, who knows what he's doing these days. I don't even think they allow him to make movies anymore. But, you know, I want to see another Irishman. But let's get into talking about Nope, because uh, I don't know how much we're going to be able to talk about this movie, because I don't know how much either of us knows about this premise. So what do we know about Nope so far, Matty D? Okay, so there was a teaser trailer that came
0: out that really showed very little yeah.
1: Um, it, a lot of people looking at the sky.
0: It, yes. It, it sort of established the origins of cinema. Had that, like, the horse. Oh, yeah. I see what you, know. you mean. It showed very little, and it was very Jordan PLS. Now, there was a second trailer, an actual trailer release right, that yeah. showed a lot more. So, what it looks thank like. Thank goodness for that trailer. Yeah. I mean. Thank God for it. So, what it looks like is. That this takes place on a ranch looks like a Hollywood ranch that um, yeah. brings up horses for the movie industry. I guess we can go into what it's that about. Is. Ranch
1: hands. Yeah, <laughs> we love ranches on this yeah. show. We're, they're either Rambo-style ranches or like Hollywood ranch hand ranches, <laughs> like the Spahn Ranch from uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. It's very much like that. It was reminding me a lot it's of. It's basically that. exactly mm. the same type of ranch.
0: Yeah. So essentially, these guys live on this ranch, work on this ranch, and there's a unidentified flying object. They find above them and weird stuff starts to happen. They get, uh, you know, things are being interfered with. It very much calls back to a lot of the old um, alien abduction stories that used to happen, you know, Mm. in the 60s, 70s, 50s. And I guess people start trying to, or the people at the ranch try to film it make a profit out of it, sort of find more information about what's going on, you know, start selling things, getting business to their ranch, and it looks yeah. like everything goes to shit very fast.
1: Yeah. Uh, and how? what do you think Jordan Peele is trying to say here? What do you think the overall message is? I'm not sort of suggesting straight away that it's going to sort of be a, a reflection on racism or African-American sort of geopolitics, but who knows? See...
0: In our Us episode, we really dived headfirst into what the social-political commentary was going to be. I think
1: we even mentioned in another episode that we sort of feel like Jordan Peele is stuck now because he had that one big critically acclaimed movie that dealt with these sort of issues. Now everyone's looking at him expecting to do that again every time.
0: Yeah, yeah. and we I don't think he wants to do that. We discussed it a lot in Us and I feel like- And Candyman. Yeah, but Candyman was pretty much- That was always going to go in that direction. Yeah, pretty Um, much. And antebellum, I guess, to a lesser extent. even yeah, which though- he only produced. He only produced that movie. <laughs> He's wiping his hands at that one. Yeah. So I kind of don't know if there's going to be a massive political message or a social commentary in this movie. I, I think it's going to be a love letter to old cinema in a loose way. It's so- going to be a love letter to alien abduction yeah. movies or alien abduction stories. It might have a hint of
1: colonization. <laughs> okay. That's that's very loose But, but yeah. I don't
0: think it's going to be really as on the nose as everyone expects it to be
1: Feel free to disagree Look with Look at me. the title itself as well Like I think the title itself is sort of calling back to Get Out as well Because if you remember yes. Get Out basically was a reference Well if you ask me it was a reference to that famous Eddie Murphy joke Where like if a black family went into a house in a horror movie And the house screamed Get Out They would just get out and leave
0: Okay I didn't know that that's cool
1: Too bad we can't stay <laughs> it, was a, it was a great Eddie Murphy bit and this sort of goes back to, like, it's sort of like an internet meme where, uh, again, not necessarily a black person, but they're sort of suggesting, like, a black person in this sort of horror movie scenario wouldn't go, like, the main characters in Close Encounters of the Third Kind and investigate the aliens. They would more likely nope out, as they say, and mm. uh, turn around and run the other well, way. Well, that's what John would Be Peel, a lot more intelligent.
0: Yeah, Peel himself said that. He's saying it's a reflection on how the audience reacts. And I think he did actually say yeah. black audiences particularly. But yeah. also doesn't nope, can't nope mean- Something, it's a. It's an acronym for something.
1: I did read that somewhere, but I don't know how accurate that is. Yeah, I think they said not of planet Earth is <laughs> yeah. what it's an acronym for, but that feels like a huge stretch that's, if you ask y- me. That's
0: more of an internet rumour than anything.
1: Yeah, so I didn't really pay that any credence. So, I do actually have two very loose sort of synopsises for this movie. Mm-hmm. Both of them I just sort of dug up on the internet. One of them was from Wikipedia, so you've got to take it with De- a grain of salt. So... The first one I found is just when you do a search for nope in Google, the first thing that comes up is a one sentence synopsis that just says, caretakers at a California horse ranch encounter a mysterious force that affects human and animal behavior. I'm not really seeing a lot of evidence of that in the trailer, personally speaking. Interesting you say that, Karen. But then we have the other one on Wikipedia, which doesn't really mention that, and it instead says, After random objects falling from the sky result in the death of their father, ranch owning siblings O.J. and Emerald Haywood attempt to capture video evidence of an unidentified flying object with the help of tech salesman Angel Torres and documentarian Antlers Holst. So that gives us a bit more information, I sort of feel like that's closer to what we see in the trailer.
0: Definitely. The second trailer, at least.
1: So just full disclosure as well, Maddie D already mentioned at the start of the episode that he sort of felt like we should be covering DC League of Super Pets, because I did promise that in the lead up, and then only to change it at the last minute and spring it on Maddie D last episode. Yes, but- I'm
0: very grumpy. <laughs> Look at how well behaved I'm being, by the way. Yes. I'm being very respectful. I'm holding it all in. But
1: <laughs> all last week, I couldn't go anywhere without hearing Maddie D complaining. I can't believe we're covering, nope instead of DC League of Super Pets. And I remember sitting with Maddie D after we recorded the episode. We went and had lunch. And then afterwards, he was trying to hype himself up to talk about Nope. And he was reading the plot. He was reading the plot synopsis, that is. And he, and he was like, okay, all right. It sounds interesting. And then he read Documentarian. He was like, Documentarian? That means documentary. That sounds boring. I'm not into it now. And then, you know, he had to cry for about 20 minutes, he had to go home early because it was bedtime. Yeah, through a tantrum. Had, and he had to have his nappy changed. <laughs> yeah. But now he's here, he looks happy, he's got a semi-smirk on his face, I think I'd call it a smile, and <laughs> it looks like he's actually keen to talk about the movie.
0: Yeah, I, I am. I mean, I'd prefer to talk about two super pets, you know, Superman's dog and Batman's dog, but uh, guess we can't all get That's what we want. That's not what want. the movie's
1: about. Isn't it? I saw the trailer. <laughs> That's not what the movie's about.
0: <laughs> Would have been in my prediction
1: But okay. we had to talk about Note Yeah, so let's talk about who's in the movie So first up, playing the character of O.J. Haywood is mm. Daniel Kaluuya Now, we saw him as the main character in Get Out, of we course did. As well as he was one of the tribes people in Black, Black Panther Black Panther, yes I almost said Black Clansman. That's a completely different <laughs> movie, and he's not in it
0: <laughs> Interesting name, right?
1: Yeah, I actually explore why I think they called him that in my plot Well, it stands for Otis Jr., yes. obviously Because his father is uh, Otis Sr. Otis Sr. Why settle on the nickname O.J.? I do have a reason for it. I don't know if you came up. Well, I just thought it was a reference to O.J. Simpson. Yeah, but then why reference that? Or Orange Juice. (laughs) Or Orange Juice. Yeah, that makes sense. He likes Orange Juice.
0: I just think it's just something, you know, just just referencing an old famous celebrity.
1: Uh, A celebrity who was accused of murdering his wife. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. I
0: I think the two lead characters' names tie into, like, pop culture, because I think Emerald, who we'll talk about in a second, is mm-hmm. referring to the Emerald City in
1: Wizard of Oz. Possibly, or Emerald Ranch. I don't know where that... But that's from Red Dead Redemption 2. Why would they be referencing that? So, yeah, playing the character of Emerald Haywood is Kiki Palmer, who is probably best known for being in a bunch of TV shows that I haven't seen. Mm-hmm. Personally haven't seen her in anything myself, but uh, yeah. Yeah. There. I couldn't. I couldn't go delve any more into to what she's most famous. I can't for. remember
0: what I've seen her in, but I have seen her in something. But she looks
1: good in this movie. I mix her up with the the woman from uh, Chippendale Rescue Rangers, and um, <laughs> really, because she was also Kiki. Uh, uh, okay. She's completely different actress. They just yeah. have the same first name. <laughs> Move on, Kieran. So next up, playing the character of Ricky Dupe Park is Stephen Yun. Hopefully, that's how you say your name, Stephen. Sorry if that uh, has offended you. And he's probably best known for playing Glenn from The Walking Dead. Mm. Do I need to say any other roles?
0: No, that's the only he one did, I know. He did a so
1: I can't. Pretty popular TV show
0: recently, but that's the big one, I think.
1: Yeah, well, not not The Walking, Walking Dead, Dead is else. probably a massively popular TV show, <laughs> more popular than whatever one you're thinking of. Well, I don't know. So, playing the character of Angel Torres is Brandon Perea. Now, he's from the TV show The OA, as well as Doom Patrol, two things I haven't seen. Are you familiar with them at all? Doom
0: Patrol, yeah. I used to like that
1: comic series,
0: but I haven't watched the TV show. Brendan Fraser's in it, though.
1: So, a lot of actors in this movie who I'm not really familiar with. Mm. There's a couple who I know, but then a lot of them are are TV actors who haven't really done movies before, which I don't have a problem with that. A lot of TV actors. Yeah. That's always great, though, when you see new faces on screen. So, it isn't necessarily a bad thing that we haven't seen them before, but- Next up, an actor who I have seen before, playing the character of Antlers-Holst, the documentarian, is Michael Wincott, who was the bad guy in The Crow. And he was also a semi-bad guy in the movie Strange Days as well, Mm -hmm. which I only watched last month. But yeah, do you remember him from The Crow? Have you ever seen The Crow? I never saw The Crow. You never saw The Crow, so you'll have no idea who this actor is. No, I've seen him in something else. So he has like a really growly, gravelly voice. And back in the 90s, he was always known for having really long silky hair as well. Mm. So, he was a pretty boy, but like the hard ass as well at the same time. Usually the bad guy because of his voice. And the last person I wanted to talk about, but certainly not least, playing the character of Otis Haywood Sr. is Keith David, mm-hmm. who's in two of my favorite movies of all time. He's in The Thing as uh, uh, Childs, I think his character's name was in The Thing. He's one of the few survivors in that movie, yep. as well as They Live. He's the guy who has the yes. really long wrestling scene with uh, Rowdy Roddy Piper.
0: <laughs> and he's in Rick and body We can't forget that.
1: He's in a bunch of stuff. He's the voice of the Arbiter in the Halo games. Yeah,
0: he is, isn't he?
1: And he's, he's basically in every second movie. Mm-hmm. He's a fantastic actor. Mm-hmm. I always like seeing him and stuff.
0: We should say Kiki Palmo is also in Lightyear Oh, she in
1: Lightyear? Yes Wow, I had no idea We talked about her not too long ago Oh, okay (laughs) I've just, yeah, I just realised that Wow, maybe that's who I'm thinking of (laughs) So we have seen something that we know her from Mm. Well, we haven't seen the movie yet, presumably Well, I haven't I think I'm going to actually see it this week But uh, yeah, we've seen the trailer at least Excited? No (laughs) Let's get into what we think is going to happen in Nope, though Yes And would you mind if I go first?
0: Look, be my guest. I think it's going to be a fight who wants to go first because I don't know how you feel about this.
1: I tell you what, I hate to say it because we know how bad it goes for us in the past, but uh, I'm actually feeling pretty confident about this one.
0: Well, you can go first then because I do not feel like that at all. Because I am am
1: literally so confident about this one that I'm actually willing to say I feel confident about it and not (laughs) not fear the repercussions of it going wrong. The
0: podcast gods will be after you. Okay, well, okay. Uh, I'm interested then. What do you think is going to happen? So,
1: you know? I wasn't actually going to do it for this episode, but then I was just like, Kieran, you're an idiot if you don't do it. So, of course, I think the movie will open with a childhood flashback. Wow, Kieran. Which is unusual for, like, a horror movie. I thought the same
0: thing, but I, I didn't think they were going this direction already. So. Well, it
1: has to. It was like The movie has to have a-, a-, a flashback with a child in it. I mean, what was it? Us started with a childhood flashback as it well. Did. So, there's precedent there. Candyman also started With a childhood flashback (laughs) Did Uh, All of these movies I think all of the Jordan Peele ones That we've covered All start with Some kind of Childhood flashback So it's gonna happen here I couldn't really think Like there wasn't much In the trailer That really matched up With what I think Yeah there's nothing In the trailer Kieran So I think we will see Like home video montage where we're introduced to Emerald and O.J. riding on horses with their father Otis. Of course, as I said earlier, O.J. stands for Otis Jr. And just on the topic of O.J.'s name as well, I also think that throughout the movie, O.J. will be mocked for having the same name as a suspected killer. O.J. Simpson, that is. But the film will suggest that associating the name O.J. with a killer is kind of racist. They're like... First of all, it was never proven. Second of all, you know, oh, well. you can't have that uh, just ruin a name for everybody. Yeah,
0: like you can call someone Adolf and <laughs> it should be fine. <laughs> yeah, well, that's, it's not quite the same thing.
1: <laughs> so this flashback that we're seeing is narrated by present day Emerald, who is explaining their backstory and their loose connection to the first person to ever appear on moving picture, on moving film. You see, her great-great-great-great-grandfather appeared in the two-second footage of an unnamed man riding on horseback, as okay. we see in the trailer. We see that Emerald and OJ are on the set of a commercial, so this is in modern day now. Okay, so, so what- it
0: goes from flashback to them, the commercial, yeah. same thing we see in the teaser trailer. That's
1: right. <laughs> so, yeah, essentially what we see is we see the footage of the, the unnamed African-American man on horseback in that two-second footage. Yes. She goes to explain, like, coincidentally enough, because of this connection, we have a horse ranch that was in our family for ages. That footage was filmed on our horse ranch. Here's footage of us as kids riding around the horses. Gotcha. It'll go to modern day where they're on a film set, uh, in a commercial, they're they're filming a commercial, and Emerald is passionately explaining their business to a disinterested film crew, while shy OJ lurks in the background with a horse. He's shy, is he? Yeah, well, he just doesn't want to be there. He's there to handle the horse. It's just going to be in one stupid shot in this silly commercial, mm-hmm. but uh, to Emerald, like, this is a big deal. But OJ, he he's a bit camera shy and he's a bit gun shy as well. He's shy around people.
0: Okay. And the
1: horse shits all over the (laughs) the set. It gets a huge like erection. It just really embarrasses them. (laughs) Emerald Emerald is excited by the glitz and glam of Hollywood and is trying to pitch herself as a star to the film crew. But the film crew interrupt Emerald and move on with filming the commercial. Like, yeah, yeah, honey, we don't care. Just get out of the way. We want to film the horse. Let's move on with our day.
0: Wow. Okay. This is already very different to what I think.
1: Meanwhile, here we go, this is going to throw a spanner in the works Uh Meanwhile, in a studio nearby, another film crew are filming a sitcom The sitcom stars a family with a young son who has a chimpanzee as a best friend You with me so far?
0: Yeah, Dunson? (laughs) Yeah,
1: well, sort of like that, but it's a chimpanzee instead of a orangutan Okay So the shoot is going well until a strange cloud above the studio causes the atmosphere on set to change The chimp suddenly goes berserk and kills the child's parents while the child hides under the dinner table
0: Okay, so that's your jump scare
1: Yeah, well this is the movie starting with a scare Yes The chimp starts attacking and killing crew members while the rest flee for their lives The chimp approaches the boy under the table and we think that he's going to kill him as well What? Where are you getting this from? It was in the trailer It was it? Yes But the chimp instead reaches his hand out under the tablecloth and fist bumps the small boy while blood drips from his clenched hand so a so like,
0: chimpanzee yeah. fist
1: Yeah, that's right he, mm. he fist bumps the kid under the table I don't It's a nice image I think it's a chimpanzee fist Okay, you can think that all you want <laughs> And that's why I'm super confident <laughs> And you are not So OJ and Emerald finish up on the commercial set Maybe it's shut down because of the nearby incident And Emerald decides to stay in the city To visit some friends, in quotation marks she just tells OJ, oh, I'm going to hang around a bit I'm going to see some friends while I'm in town OJ reminds her that she needs to help on the ranch tomorrow, and Emerald promises that she'll be back in time. The next day, OJ and Otis are training horses on their ranch, and Otis is annoyed that Emerald isn't helping them out, and asks OJ where she is. We cut back to LA, where we see Emerald dancing down Hollywood Boulevard, (laughs) acting like a superstar. She's filming herself on her phone, she's lining up for photos with people like she's a big celebrity, but she's just, I don't know, just being goofy and, and living in a dream. OJ tries to call Emerald, but a dark cloud passes overhead, causing his phone to stop working. Otis stares up at the cloud before slumping over and falling off his horse. OJ runs over to help, and Otis is taken to hospital in an ambulance. So we sort of cut from him falling over to the hospital. Interesting. So I'm just putting the middle man in there gotcha. to make sense Absolutely. in my narrative.
0: This is exciting. We're already so different.
1: So as I'm saying it now, I think it would make more sense that like he's hit by a falling object, like a, like a <laughs> coin. <laughs> Doink! Like a coin falls it's down. It's an anvil. Like a, like a <laughs> coin falls down and it gets embedded into his brain. Uh-huh. But I think what I have is a bit more exciting But I, I, I might actually retcon it to a coin falls down from the sky and, and okay. goes through his skull But this is what I had originally In hospital, Otis remains in a coma until he starts to convulse violently OJ tries to settle his father down, but Otis's brains burst out from his eye socket Splattering OJ with blood OJ collapses on a chair in disbelief And we cut to him attempting to explain the incident to a distraught emerald yeah, I think I'm going to retcon that. Cause, so, it's
0: going to be a projectile that falls.
1: Yeah, so, Otis is looking up at the sky while OJ is trying to look at his phone, back on the ranch, that is, and then he <laughs> he slumps over and, and OJ doesn't know why, he goes over and rolls him over and we find that uh like a coin has, has dropped from the sky and gone through his father's skull. Okay. That right. makes more sense.
0: Well, not trying to help you out or anything, but there we do see in the trailer things are falling from the sky yeah, in that's that right. scene, so it makes sense.
1: Yeah, Like I said, my original idea was that his head explodes in hospital, but I'm like, well, there's no precedent for that. Yes. So it makes more sense that like a coin or something would fall from the sky. In fact, I think we see an X-ray where we see something is embedded in his skull in the trailer. Yeah,
0: We see an X-ray, but it's very unclear what we're looking at.
1: So like I said, I'm just coming up with this right now on the spot. (laughs) Uh So yeah, we'll see. It could, uh, you know, come back to bite me in the ass when the movie comes out. But yeah, completely (laughs) confident. So confident I'm changing my plot (laughs) on the fly. The cracks are showing here, So that night back at the ranch, the siblings are approaching their grief in separate ways. So Emerald is inside getting drunk and dancing to music while OJ is outside tending to the horses. So he feels more comfortable around horses than he does people just because he grew up around them. Of course. And they're sort of like his happy place. When he's with the horses, he's calm. He can settle down. He's not nervous and fidgety. Okay. I feel like I'm saying this a lot in this plot, but I feel like it's going to happen a lot in the movie. An ominous dark cloud (laughs) floats over the ranch. Causing Emerald's pet crab to go nuts. So she has like this tiny pet crab that lives in like a miniature house. And then when the the cloud goes overhead, it just starts skittering around everywhere. Yeah, we do see that in the trailer. It's a single shot in the trailer out. I could only work it in here. (laughs) The horse that OJ is looking after also freaks out and knocks over OJ as it bolts. OJ notices strange lights in the distance and hears the sounds of horses screaming. Is that the term for it? Winning. Winning? Calling um, out in uh, distress. Neighing, kn- screeching. Screeching is a better word than screaming. Because saying like horses screaming just makes me think they're going, <laughs> <laughs> like one of those goats. OJ then spots a strange hole in the sky with a pennant streamer hanging out of it. This is something we see in the trailer a few times. In fact, it's the poster of the movie. Kind of looks like a kite. Yeah. Yeah. A, a pennant streamer. So the hole tries to suck up OJ, who manages to make it safely inside his car. An object falls from the hole and smashes through the windscreen, and it's revealed to be a bloody horse statue from a nearby ranch. So, the pennant streamer and the, the horse statue are all from like a, a nearby ranch. So, we may okay. see it established earlier on. They drive past and we see the horse statue sitting out the front. And we recognize it's this same statue, but it's just been dropped from the sky onto Otis's car.
0: So, it's been collecting things from yeah. everywhere.
1: And it's bloody because presumably it's sucking up living things as well. Mm-hmm. Later, OJ tells Emerald about the strange object he saw in the sky and theorizes that it caused their father's death. He says that it dropped a horse statue on me almost And I think it dropped something into dad's, into dad's eye basically Emerald decides that they should try and capture the object on film Which will lead to them becoming famous See it's a reoccurring theme with her She wants to make it big in Hollywood Through whatever means necessary She doesn't really have any acting talent So like you know we'll be on the front of books We'll be on, on every news station If we can get good footage of this alien And prove that it exists
0: Okay is she an unlikable character?
1: Not really Not really. So, she sort of has her own charm to her. She's over the top, but she like... She sort of has this air of... uh, She's
0: like, father, dying, not care, fame. Yeah,
1: okay. So maybe she's unlikable in that way, but we're supposed to see her as likable. We're not supposed to look at her and go, oh, she's so disgusting and immoral. Gotcha. Whatever. So Emerald and OJ take a trip to Fry's Electronics, where they buy as many cameras as they can get their hands on. They also want to install CCTV cameras all around their ranch, so they approach the in-store tech expert, Angel. Angel is a likable guy and is over the moon about making such a big sale. Angel helps the siblings install cameras around the ranch, but they refuse to let him know why. This changes when the UFO shows up again, but to the gang's dismay, the electronic cameras don't work in the presence of the object. So all of the cameras that they had are all electronic, they're all powered by electricity, and they just don't function when this weird cloud UFO thing turns up. Classic. Makes sense? You'd think they'd work it out by this stage, but yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, they didn't put two and two together. But thankfully I did, and I included it in my plot. So, throughout the course of these events, we're also introduced to Ricky Dupe Park and his wife, Amber. Dupe is a failed actor who now runs a horse show called Jupiter's Claim. Dupe is looking for his next big break, and Amber is always supporting, even if she doesn't truly believe in his talents. So, she's just like, yeah, honey, you were a great actor, but I think we're just, this is our calling now. Horse shows are our calling now. As tourists arrive at Jupiter's claim to watch the horse show, we see a woman with a deformed face. I'm actually really keen to see how you work this woman into your plot. <laughs> here we go. Go with me here. Uh-huh. The woman was mauled by the chimp at the start of the movie. Wow. <laughs> Even though it was like four days ago in my plot, but uh, and is struggling to readjust to society. Let's just go with me. It's a movie. So, <laughs> like kids will see her and freak out, and she's just trying to hide her face. Yeah. <laughs> So the chimp is the bad guy. <laughs> Pretty much. It's just a it's it's a symbol about like the evils of Hollywood and the treatment of right, animals. Okay. Whatever. I'm just making it up as I go <laughs> along. So the crowd gathers in front of Duke, but he is distracted by the object which appears in the sky above Jupiter's claim. Jupe, Amber, and the entire crowd are all sucked up into the object, as we'd expect. I think that was in one of the trailers. Yes. Hearing the news, O.J., Emerald, and Angel arrive at Jupiter's claim and discover that the only people who weren't taken didn't happen to see the object. So, it could be blind people, (laughs) people who were, like, in in the bathroom when it happened. Right. So, they're the only people who didn't get taken away. This leads O.J. to theorize that the object won't take you if you don't look at it directly. They also speculate that the object abducts living things in order to feed... And rejects anything not living, which is why it's dropping down statues, coins, coins yes. pennant streamers, whatever else is being dropping down.
0: So, it's just collecting everything, it eats what it can eat, and it discards what
1: yeah, it Yeah, it eats living flesh and discards anything that's not living flesh. So, maybe, like, rings and, like, uh, piercings will yeah. drop down as well. Still wanting to capture the object on film, Emerald contacts famous documentarian, Antlers Hoist. Antlers is renowned for still shooting on film, using cameras that don't require electricity. So, old-fashioned oh. manual cameras... I don't know. They run on cogs and, and <laughs> worlds. Like you've got a crank on the smart, side
0: Smart, smart It's like one of those uh, c- cover it up cameras That, you know, uses light projections uh, Like a pinhole yeah. camera
1: <laughs> No, I think it's got like a crank on the side If you know what I mean Like yes. one of those old cameras So cool. Emerald strokes Antlers' ego over the phone And he accepts the job Antlers arrives on the ranch on his motorbike And doesn't believe OJ, Emerald and Angel's stories of the UFO Unsurprisingly, the object appears outside again and they all run outside to try and get footage of it The object goes after OJ, because he looked at the object initially, it's Makes still trying sense. to get him But he manages to hide out in a barn The object instead hovers over their house and douses it with a shower of blood Our heroes realise that they've now pissed off the object Yes, Like, it's I really want to get OJ, it's the rules, we have to suck him up because he looked at us But he keeps hiding out and so we're just <laughs> going to annoy them now until we can finally get him so this last scene was taking place at night time, just in case you couldn't tell. So Antlers admits that it's too dark to clearly see the object at night because he's shooting on old fashioned film footage, it needs full light exposure to have anything show up. If you know anything about shooting on film at all, that's always been the case. That's why they typically shoot day for night in movies, in older movies that is. And he suggests that they try and draw it out during the day. The object is determined to abduct OJ, since he looked at it earlier, I already said this, and he suggests using himself as bait, to, you know, so no one else is at Smart. risk. Antlers and Angel set up a number of cameras where they'll be hidden from the object, so they sort of put one of those uh, military-style, like, it looks like leaves from above, but it's actually, like, a a fake canopy. Uh They put that over a bunch of cameras, while OJ sets out on horseback. OJ ties a pennant streamer with a parachute to the back of his horse, giving himself a way down if he happens to get sucked up into the object, or if the horse happens to get sucked up into the object. Right on cue, the object appears in the sky and chases after OJ. We finally see that the object is an alien spacecraft, so it finally swoops down and we see in a glory shot, which I don't know why they put it in the trailer, because it kind of spoils the mystery of it. It does a little bit, doesn't it? It looks cool, though. It looks cool. It's a cool shot, but I'm, I'm like, I didn't really need to know that it was an alien spaceship before the movie came out. It was one of those rare circumstances where we had too much information given to us, almost like the trailer is spoiling it for us. But yeah, even so, I guess it just helps our plot. I actually wrote down here, we finally see that the object is an alien spacecraft, which will surprise nobody in the audience (laughs) if they know anything about the movie or if they saw the trailer. The UFO again traps OJ in a barn, and Emerald wants to rescue him, but she is stopped by Angel, so she's inside the house, she's trying to run outside to rescue OJ, but Angel grabs her and stops her. Emerald talks Angel into helping her out, and the two set off on motorbikes in the direction of the barn. In the chaos, Angel falls off his bike and sees the UFO, and he, too, is abducted, so he's gone, he's sucked up into the UFO. Angel flies away. He's, he's literally an angel now. He's with his own kind. <laughs> oh, my God. Emerald decides to look at the UFO so it will follow her instead of OJ, and she leads it away to a Wild West film set. So she drives her motorbike all the way to a nearby film set. It's just like in, you know, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. They're going to the set of Bounty Lore or something like that. You're going to have to go with me here, too. Right. Emerald hides inside a building on the set, but the roof is blown off by the UFO. Emerald is sucked into the air, but she's rescued at the last second by O.J., who knocks her out of the UFO's grip. He's arrived on horseback how does, how does he do that? As she's getting sucked up. Does he just, like, like, tackle her or something? Yeah, he, like, knocks her out of the way with the horse. Maybe he, like, lassos her and falls <laughs>
0: down. <laughs> That'd be great. He
1: just sort of bumps her and she falls down. Okay. <laughs> These aliens are stupid. Yes. <laughs> <It's> like, <"Dermot." laughs> like It's like the claw machine. <laughs> They're like, we've got someone. Oops. (laughs) Gonna have to put in five more dollars and try again. We're losing all our coins at this stage. Yeah. They're going in people's heads. OJ reveals to Emerald that he found some explosives on the Wild West set and allows himself to get abducted by the UFO. Once he disappears inside the UFO, it explodes and Emerald mourns the loss of her brother.
0: Oh, he sacrifices himself.
1: I couldn't think of any other way to destroy the ship. I'm like, how else would you do it? It is a very good question. He's just like, I found some unsecured dynamite on the set. (laughs) He just puts it under his arm, presumably lights it, and then up he goes. Yeah. Like, I don't think that's actually going to happen in the movie, but I'm like, well, someone has to get sucked up into the the ship and destroy it. Like, I can't see the ship surviving the movie, so it's got to get destroyed. Someone has to sacrifice themselves. Something gets sucked up into it and blows up. Simple as that. Unless the dynamite gets sucked up. Yeah, well, it, it, you know, we have to have the self-sacrifice because it's all going to come together, man. Uh, ah, okay. Me. So the footage that Antlers shot is a worldwide sensation and Emerald finally gets the fame she always wanted. But Emerald isn't truly happy without her family and as she watches the footage of OJ riding away from the UFO on horseback, maybe there's like a strip of film out and she looks at that looking at her brother, she is reminded of the two-second footage of her great 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 grandfather which ties this whole movie together and the last thing I wrote is I am a genius (laughs) because I'm like oh it all makes sense you know it's all symbolic so like she looks at the, the footage of OJ. She's reminded of her grandfather. That's how we opened up the film. It's how we closed the film. It's a big loop. Armageddon. Oh, there you go. Uh, okay. And that was the only and, and- thing that made me say, oh, "I am super confident <laughs> now."
0: And so, what's what like when you say it starts with the film, it ends with the film? What, what do you what do so you think it's, he's trying to say?
1: It starts with the film of the the guy on horseback, and we don't know who he is. Or you know, he, 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 if we knew who he ah, was, he might have a bigger right. impact because they say he's an unknown black man, but he is their grandfather. We don't know if that's true or not. And at the end. She's famous for this whole UFO. Nobody's gonna know who OJ was and he's riding on horseback. The unknown and he's horseman. the the unknown horseman. She's reminded of her great 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 grandfather. Right.
0: Filling in a destiny, yeah, tying it to her ancestry, what yeah. brought her to the de- like what brought her exactly where exactly. she's now.
1: So that brings it all full loop, and that's the message of the movie. There we go. Right. <laughs> and that's why I'm so pleased with myself when I wrote that. I don't know why. When I wrote that on Friday afternoon, I literally like pushed my computer keyboard <laughs> away from me, leant back, and cracked my knuckles, and was just like, "You man, you're a genius. Have you ever written a better plot than this? I don't think so. <laughs> wow, wow, wow! What a roller coaster! So even if nothing else happens in the movie, if that happens, I'm going to be like, you know, high fiving myself <laughs> in the theater, pointing at everybody, being like, "Ha, I got it." <laughs> And I'm like, so glad that we didn't do DC League of Super Pets. (laughs) Are you? (laughs) Because I bet there's nothing in that movie that's going to be as highbrow as what I just predicted. It's going
0: to end with a film, the film that they watch at the start in DC Pets. Yeah, exactly. Your your plot, exactly. Okay. Wow. um, I'm super excited. This this is crazy because I knew we'd have a different plot, but I didn't know how different
1: we would have. I'm I'm looking forward to the return of Gus, (laughs) if I'm honest. Please tell me that the vit- like it's Gus driving around the spaceship. Do you remember Gus? From- Who's Gus? <laughs> Who's Gus? He was the bad guy from your original Us prediction. Oh yes, so I forgot that it was Gus who was going around cloning people in Us in your in your uh, Us plot. And so I'm hoping that he's back. He's the alien. <laughs>
0: Maybe that would be great. All right, let me let me go into uh, my plot now. I just want to say I already said I wasn't confident with this one.
1: Mm-hmm. I really struggled for me. But in listening to my plot now, you feel a lot more confident. <laughs> Is that what you're saying? I don't want to say that I don't think you're right,
0: even though I do okay. think that. But I, you know, you you could be on the money. You have been on the money before when you've felt this strongly about a plot, so you could be right. I don't think I've ever been on the money
1: when I said I'm (laughs) super confident.
0: It's just, I'm not seeing what you're saying. A lot of the things that you're saying in your plot, I'm not seeing in the trailer. I love it. I absolutely love it. I love it when we
1: have these circumstances (laughs) because it makes watching the movie so much more
0: fun. (laughs) It's going to be exciting for sure. So for me, watching this trailer, I would be like, okay, this makes sense. This happens, this happens, this happens. And then I'd watch the trailer again and I'd be like, well, wait, this can't happen here because in this bit, this is here and this is here. And it was just a a whole frustrating experience for me. So there are bits that I know I'm wrong with. There are bits that I'm missing from the trailers. I know that, but this is the best I could do. So forgive me. Uh, Just a little precursor with this plot. A lot of what we all see, as in the spaceship and the aliens, won't be seen uh, too well.
1: Like they'll be obscured from us, sure. for, from history. Yeah, yeah. But I think you agree with that. I yeah, think absolutely. That's what's absolutely. Happen. I, I described it as a cloud for most mm-hmm. of my plot, or an object.
0: Yeah, because the best thing, because Jordan Peele knows it's scarier if you don't see it. Yeah. So, but this is how my plot is going to start up. We're going to start off with shooting myself in the foot here. A cold open. Cold Ooh, as the block of no ice. Flashback. No childhood flashback. Look at me going out on a limb and we're going to see OJ and Otis Sr. on the Haywood Ranch. Uh, this is a Hollywood ranch used to train horses for movies yep. and will also have been used for filming many years ago. Uh, you know, well, we, yeah, we Maybe it was the Spahn Ranch formerly. I think it's going to be kind of referenced that it is the Spahn yeah, Ranch maybe. in a way. But anyway... Pop tells OJ he's going to take one of the horses out of the stable. As OJ's walking back to his house, he takes out his flip phone. So, this movie won't be set in present day. It'll be a few years uh, before present day. I don't know why, but all the technology they have seem to indicate it's like early 2000s, maybe. It could be. Uh, so, he takes out his flip phone and realizes. Something- I don't think I ever specified a year either. I mean, it doesn't matter, right? No. It makes no difference. But. Other than I think Jordan, it it harkens back to Jordan Peele's younger life, maybe. But anyway, he takes out his flip phone and he sees that something is interfering with it. Sound familiar, Kieran? Yep. He then notices projectiles falling from the sky. Sound familiar, Kieran? Yep. Now this could just be rocks or coins. Now I just said rocks. You know, it'll just be things running, uh, hitting around him.
1: Uh, but just, he starts. I just realised as well. I said that it was a coin that embedded itself yes, into the dad's skull. That makes sense as well because there's change in people's pockets. There is. Yeah, <laughs> there is. No, I'm just.
0: You know. I still don't think it's a coin. But okay, yeah, fair go enough. For it. Who knows? I guess so. I you know they they could eat the humans and then spit out the coins like yeah. uh like a Skyrim video well, no, game. they
1: need them for the the, the claw machine apparently.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so OJ's looking around He's going What's going on here He looks up And appears these things Are falling from a large cloud Sound
1: familiar yes, Garrett?
0: Yes Cons- so We agree on some things Yeah we do be- oh, There's definitely some similarities
1: So the stuff here. we saw in the trailer Is what we agree on <laughs> yes, yes
0: Apparently there's a there's a monkey Or a chimpanzee in it That oh, I yeah. didn't see So um, Concerned with the oddity Of the situation OJ runs to his father Who's riding out of the pen We see this on the trailer By the way yep. uh, The pen they used To train horses in It's like something they they connect and they sort of go in a
1: circle. Anyway, we all like see the merry-go-round, but for training horses. Exactly. exactly.
0: As Pops is riding out, he seems to pass out, falling off his horse. Nothing hits him, Kieran. He just kind of staggers
1: yeah, and falls that's to o- the ground. Originally, what I thought. Now this is where our plots are a little different, mm-hmm.
0: and I know you're going to disagree with me here. As OJ is running towards his father, a dust storm appears. It is caused by something OJ can't see. So you know. The aliens, yeah. it's the aliens, Kieran, yeah. driving around and flying around and causing a dust storm or, you know, using their- They're <laughs> doing donuts. Picky-uppy thing. Yeah. Causes a dust storm that blinds OJ temporarily. When he's able to see again, he realizes Pops is gone, seemingly disappeared into thin air. The only thing that remains is his hat. So now, he's gone
1: completely. We don't see him Disappeared.
0: Again. Now, I watch this trailer. We see him fall from the horse and then we see a shot, because I thought the same thing. I was like, he falls from the horse, they take him to hospital. Mm-hmm. Makes sense something hits him he's he's you know injured they take him to hospital but in the trailer you definitely see he's there one minute and he's disappeared the next minute and his hat's flying in the in the distance right so i'm just like well he's obviously disappeared
1: it could be that the hat was blown out of frame by the wind
0: it wasn't broke because it's at the. It's, oh, it's at, in the same spot. It's in the same okay. spot. It's in his horse. So unless he rolls significantly out of the <laughs> yeah. way,
1: there's no way that. Or what this if he, could he takes him happen. away in his car and we see a shot of the hat left behind? What's that? Never mind. Never mind. I'm talking out my ass. Oh here.
0: well. Well, the thing is, is we see where he's on the horse. He falls, and then the next scene we see the horse and we see the hat.
1: Okay. Now I just want to say I'll have to rewatch the trailer yet.
0: This is what I saw in the trailer. Now, it wouldn't surprise me if there was clever editing involved to make us think this is what happened, and what actually happened is what Remember I just said
1: in the trailer for Antebellum <laughs> when they made it really, really. I thought the like, same thing. Yes, through like editing and trickery, they made it look mm-hmm. like she actually travelled back in time yep. when that wasn't the case. Spoiler alert for Antebellum. Spoiler alert for a movie that nobody should watch.
0: Yeah, yeah. So that's. I think they might be doing this here, but you know, just. Just because it's there in the trailer, I'm just going to go with it. He disappears. it would make okay. it a lot smoother. This is one of the things I struggle with, by the way. Make it much smoother if that wasn't the case, but that's what I'm going to say. Okay. So, OJ walks up to where his father's cowboy hat is and picks it up. This is our jump scare, by the way. Everything's gone.
1: Okay. like, you know. He's learned. You're starting with a scare in the home <laughs> movie. I did. I did. So, um, I started Matty D style by like introducing <laughs> the family and getting to know everybody. Oh, you know, but there was a scare as well.
0: Yeah, Um, a a monkey scare. The horse is losing its shit, it's panicking, and OJ will look up, stunned, as loud music starts to play, the screen will go black, and the title of the movie will appear in large letters, which will say, nope. Yeah. Which is how I felt about doing this plot. Because of how hard it is, not because of the movie, which I think the movie will be really good. Just saying, uh, we flash forward a little bit, so there's a time jump, and we'll see the scene from the trailer in which Emerald, uh, OJ's brother, we already knew this, is or filming. Sister. Sorry, El- sorry. <laughs> OJ's sister Is <laughs> uh, filming an ad at a TV studio This is what we see in the trailer You had a
1: commercial as well Yes I did there Well we saw it
0: So, Well we don't know it was a commercial We just knew they were on a film set Well it looks like it's a commercial it, it, You would yeah. know <laughs> Yes Emerald is enthusiastic Where OJ seems distant And not interested um, Because his dad's gone Yeah he's I think sad I think he's sad because his dad's gone But th- he's not about this right He's, he's not yeah. He doesn't like this kind of stuff I had no idea where this scene would appear, so I picked it to be at the start. It makes no sense for it to happen later on. We get the impression that the Haywood Ranch has seen some tough times and Emerald is trying to reach out to try new things to modernize their image, mm-hmm. to get some revenue going. Uh, oh, is this
1: their commercial that they're filming? Yes. Okay, that makes a lot of sense too. Yes,
0: yes, only Emerald seems to be enthusiastic about doing this. Um, after the shoot, OJ talks about his concerns. So, yeah, Emerald, Emerald is like the business, the businesswoman, whereas OJ just he just likes to do his stuff on the ranch. Yeah. He doesn't really. He's care connected about to anything. the animals. Yeah, I, 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 didn't really. He could be connected to the animals, but I just in
1: Equist-style way.
0: He's oh well, no, he's very much solar the earth. He's just like he's a farmer, right? He's that yep. kind of guy. So OJ will talk about his concerns about his father disappearing. Now, Emerald thinks that there might have been a logical reason for this
1: and that the police... It's not unprecedented that our (laughs) father would just leave go for cigarettes and never come home. Well, it happens in this neighbourhood all the time. She said the police will figure this out,
0: she's sure. Yeah, yeah. OJ says that there was something out there that day. So after that, Emerald goes back to her apartment, which is a hip, trendy Mm -hmm. city apartment because that's a Jordan Peele trope.
1: So she lives in LA in your version. Okay.
0: Oh, I, I guess so. That doesn't really matter. But yeah, she can live in LA. She looks at the photo that uh, shows her old ranch um, and she tells her super attractive ripped fiance, another peel trope, that she's going to go and stay with the ranch for a while because she doesn't think her brother is coping with what, what happened to their father because uh, he's spending all the nights looking for extraterrestrials, even if he doesn't admit they're extraterrestrials. It's like he spends a lot of time at night. I think I need to be with him right now. Uh, I didn't say this at this point, but she has a son. Which is going to play into oh, okay. it later on, but the sun will stay here for the time being. Do, 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 do. So she calls her brother to tell her this. This leads her to drive down to the ranch. Man, I'm shooting myself in the foot here. I feel because I said the exact same thing in the, in, in us or, or in another plot. I think I did. Now mm. there'll be some weird stuff that will happen on her drive there, like the radio. Oh, will you have said some this indif- in us. Yes, I did. <laughs> you said this at the start of us. Yeah. So I, I think she likes it's singing. If they ran over a rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> she likes singing, right? She likes yeah. uh, she likes music. That's going to be a big part of her character. The radio, she'll be playing the radio. She'll be singing the song. The radio will start to be interfering. Like it'll go in and out. It'll cut in and out. Um, there may be a jump scare where something falls right in front of her, like a horse. No, not like a horse. Imagine yeah, she, that. Runs she runs was, over a horse. <laughs> she runs over a horse, and it startles her, but she doesn't think anything of it. Maybe you know, she, she sees something in the in the road next to her. But I think more likely something. Maybe like, like a basketball drops from the sky
1: <laughs> and lands on the bottom of her car. It would yeah, make maybe, sense. Maybe, maybe. For a Coin.
0: Um, I just think like yeah, something something falls like just a a projectile that hits the wind you know hits her car and she's like oh something's just popped back a fish yeah fish something something you know the car hits something up as it does sometimes once she arrives she suggests having a drink with OJ OJ says there's still some things he needs to do on the ranch he leaves and Emerald plays some music we see this in the trailer the horse start freaking out again or the horse that is the heese (laughs) the horses Um. the heese (laughs) yeah as in the geese it's not goose, it's geese. OJ, It's not moose, it's me. <laughs> exactly. The music Emerald's playing on the recorder that she's got on the. That's a recorder, right? That thing that you play vinyl on. <laughs> the record on. player. Yep. Yeah. Starts skipping, and the, the house gramophone. <laughs> gramophone. And the horses light. Sorry, not the horses light. The house's lights start to flicker. Uh, the house itself starts to shake. Mm-hmm. OJ's outside at this point. Remember, OJ looks out in the distance and sees lights in the sky from something flying. That mm-hmm. looks like a saucer. We see that in the trailer. Yeah.
1: Well, I don't know what that is in the trailer, but we can presume it's a saucer. That's what I think it is.
0: And they turn off suddenly, which creates a jump scare. So it's music, music, music. And then, you know, yeah, oh, the light's turned off of the saucer. It knows he's looking at it, right? So suddenly there's a scream from inside. OJ runs in. Emerald is looking at the window. Blood is trickling down from the window, which we see mm. in the trailer. OJ grabs a gun and heads to the roof to see what the cause is. Now, I did see later on in the trailer when I rewatched it, what you said happens where the, the, the saucer just dumps yeah. blood on the house. It painted your house. So I already know I'm wrong, but uh, this is what I think. It's the most logical thing I can think of for this. So when OJ gets to the roof, he sees that it's his father's body. Oh, no. <laughs> his father is bloody and missing an eye, but is alive.
1: Wow, uh, after all these years. It's not it's not been that long. Oh, okay. So when you said there's a time jump, I was imagining like 4 years passed. No. You it's been like a couple of days. Yeah, it's you're been so, a okay. couple of days. Okay, yeah. that makes more sense. Yeah. So I thought we'd gone from the era of <laughs> flip phones to like smartphones. No, no, it's still it's still set in the era of okay, flip phones. I got we're you.
0: not we're not in modern day at this in this movie ever. OJ looks up in absolute terror as he tries to figure out how his father got there in the first place. It was mm. as if he was dropped there. He, just landed. Something. he landed
1: on the wind vane.
0: <laughs> it's just impaled him. <laughs> they take Pops to hospital. He's in a comatose state, but alive. Doctors run scans to reveal that he's got brain damage. Weirdly, no damage to the outside of his head, but somehow all the damage. Except for is- that
1: big hole in his face. Yes.
0: Um, but all the damage is within. So there's, you know, they'll say something Except weird for like the that. External damage. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I said, but yeah, he's missing an eye when they pick him up. Yeah. Yeah, so other than that. Okay, yes. Yeah. <laughs> which plays into it later on. The police, uh, who are at the hospital with them talk to Emerald and agree that it's strange, but they discount that it could be anything supernatural.
1: They they, they say this as police do when they do yeah, an investigation. Yeah, so supernatural is usually the first thing on the <laughs> list that they investigate, and they're like, I don't think it was a ghost, an alien, or a or like a, a goblin, so we're gonna cross that one. <laughs> These are all the things we've got in our list. Now Emerald obviously is pretty freaked out by this.
0: OJ is by his father's side. Uh, And at this point, his father wakes up. Pops wakes up for a brief moment. He tells OJ something cryptic and spooky. He'll say that they are watching them. They live. We sleep. And that they have been watching them for a while. When OJ asks where Pop has been... Pops tells uh, OJ there's a big room with a bright light, like a cattle station, and then he'll pass out. Okay. OJ and Emerald will agree that they want to catch footage of the strange occurrences, so they go to a vid- video store and hire equipment. Um, they also meet with Angel and Angel's company, uh, who rigs their house. It's Angel
1: who's the video guy, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So he rigs their house with- So uh- does he work at the shop in your version?
0: Uh, no. No, not in my version He's Even just a separate entity. He's yeah. a separate entity. So first yeah. they go downtown and they like pile up their trolleys with all this camera and camcorders and yeah. stuff. And then they call a company and a company arrives in a van and they install all this stuff to their house. Uh, you know, Audio and visual stuff that they're using to sort of capture this. And they also get involved a supernatural expert. Who's the other guy? Whose name I can't remember.
1: Antlers Holst is a supernatural expert Yeah. Now? Yeah. Okay, he's not a documentarian anymore.
0: He's a documentarian on the supernatural.
1: (laughs) Okay, so he makes supernatural documentaries.
0: I don't think he'll be that important other than like a body count, to be honest. Okay. So that night, some crazy stuff happens. The equipment will all cut out at key moments. So it's turned into
1: like The Conjuring at this point.
0: (laughs) Sound familiar? Uh, To add to the mystery... But OJ with a camcorder does manage to capture a cloud with, I called it, a, a flag string above them. But Flag whatever, string? Yeah. You know, it's a pennant string. A pennant yeah. string, right? Uh, I'm not a- going to act like I didn't look up what it was called <laughs> to make me look smarter. And suddenly everything goes dark. Emerald realizes that the video that they have, because um, they release it, it goes viral, creating a media mm. buzz. Now, Ricky turns up to the ranch to promote this. He's just like- Oh, as
1: in Ricky Jupe Park. Yes, that's right. Jupe, that's right. So he comes in, he's like- So he's like a big- He's like, what is it? Um, Lorraine and- he is He's not a supernatural the warrants, expert The worms from The, from the, uh, the Conjuring he, But he he like runs they, sh- they sniff money and then they come running Yes,
0: yes, pretty much That's exactly what this guy's going to be like So he's he's not He doesn't do anything with the supernatural But he's like a local within this sort of area And he just kind of is a showman right. So he's like, let's make money out of this
1: So why is he called Dupe in your version? I don't know <laughs> why, why is OJ called OJ? Why is Emerald called Emerald? I don't know I didn't actually say this in my plot But of course he In my version He runs a ranch called Jupiter's Claim You did say is, that yeah Which is a tourist attraction So it could just be He gets his name from that But then I Because I said he was a failed actor I believe that he played a character Called Jupiter in the past And Jupe was his nickname On the TV show So he just Everyone knows him as Jupe From the the movie or TV show That he's from Uh, The failed acting career Like it was a pilot He was right. on or something And
0: he's like a kid Oh, you're saying like he was a child actor? Maybe he was a child actor. Yeah, who knows? That would add to the tragedy. I don't know why I'm adding to your plot. In my plot, he's not an actor. In my plot, dupe may just mean he's trying to dupe them, but everyone just considers it. okay. It's a play on words there.
1: You mean like jip them rather than dupe them?
0: (laughs) You could dupe somebody.
1: (laughs) Okay. But yeah, so I I think it was left over from his failed acting career. I don't know if he was a child actor or not, but that's a good idea. I'm going to say that he was a child actor now. (laughs) He's a failed child actor who now does uh, horse shows. Thanks for helping me out. (laughs) That's all right. If that deserves me points in the future, you're you're really going to hate yourself. (laughs) Yes, (laughs) I will. That becomes a big part of the plot. He's a
0: child actor. So Emerald sees this as an opportunity for the ranch, so the ranch is struggling, remember, to capitalize on this. Pops returns from the hospital. Seemingly normal. Other than not having an eye.
1: Yep, so he has and an eye
0: patch now. He has an eye patch. Because we see him in some of the later trailers as well. Like, not of the later trailers, but in the later scenes of the trailer. Now, he will and have- And presume that was before the abduction? I mean, <laughs> after the abduction, I mean? Well, I mean, that, that's that got to be the opening scene, right? So, that's why. Okay. that's the- See see what I mean? It doesn't doesn't come together for me. Now, Pops will have no memory of what happened to him. Mm-hmm. And OJ is really suspicious so about it. It's sort of this. like fire in the sky now. Yeah. Uh, and also- We'll say that Pops, they mentioned that Pops had a previous leg injury that he got from falling off a horse yep, or being okay. bucked, and this seems to have healed. Still missing his eye, though, but this, okay. seems, to have, this seems to have healed, and OJ calls this a bad miracle.
1: I'll say they're like, oh, it's a miracle that he's all right, but then OJ says, oh, what do you call a bad miracle? Because yes. he was abducted, he lost his eye, he was missing for days. So Something's who cares happened if his leg's better? Yeah. Something's happened to it. Okay. Yeah, it's it's not right. It's not natural.
0: Uh, people in a town nearby. I just said it's. So hold on, nearby. I
1: just want to I just want to clear something up right uh, now. Okay. So did you miss the whole point in uh, the plot synopsis where Probably. it says uh, after random objects falling from the sky result in the death of their father? No, I didn't miss that. Okay, cool. You got to bear with me. This okay. is a journey I'm we're both bearing on. with you.
0: People in the town near nearby come in for a rodeo to summon the "quote unquote" aliens. So this is becoming big news. Okay, Ricky's like, let's host a festival. Let's host like a rodeo. Let's bring everybody in. They call in the aliens because they believe the aliens can perform these miracles. Like they so did it's like on that pops. scene in
1: Independence Day where all those people who love the aliens are on top of like the skyscraper and they're like summoning them. <laughs> yes. and they end up getting blown up. Yes, they come in and abduct a disfigured woman by picking her up off
0: the ground. Now, when the aliens show up here, Pops is going to be—he's going to be on the ranch somewhere with OJ. He's going to mm-hmm. be out of the scene. But as soon as the ship comes in, funny that you should mention what you just mentioned before. But he starts to react negatively by just the spaceship being around. Right.
1: So he starts like convulsing and going crazy. Yeah. I
0: okay. have a feeling it's going to have the spaceship's going to have a noise. It's going to have like a high pitch frequency noise that okay. we'll hear, and Pops will start convulsing and uh, drop dead. Oh, okay, he just collapses dead. Yes. Okay, so he drops dead at this point because of what the because the spaceship is coming down. People at the rodeo are starting to freak out naturally,
1: mm-hmm. but then the a, woman a woman with a deformed face yeah, is getting yeah, well, sucked up into yeah. the into space. Yeah,
0: but then the woman returns, so she's in somewhere else, and she comes back and she's cured.
1: She's, she's got a normal face. She's got a normal face. <laughs> well, you didn't say she was stunning. Now she's stunningly beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: she's stunned. She's surprised, but yeah, I right. guess she can be a beautiful person now that that happened. She will not remember where she was. Before yep. that, she'll be like, I was there. And then all of a sudden, so this is a rare Like uh, Otis,
1: or Pops, as you yeah. call him in your Yeah,
0: people version. go up, they get cured, they come down. More weird so stuff. Alien Jesus
1: is basically <laughs> your plot.
0: Or so we think. Because that's a big part of the, the trailer, right? They said uh, they're performing miracles on the people. Um, I didn't so.
1: remember hearing that in the trailer.
0: More weird stuff starts to happen. The aliens will appear at people's houses, because we see that in the trailer. They will appear. They, we won't get a good visual of them, but they will appear like short... Uh, (laughs) Chimp-shaped. Yeah, I think that might be your chimp. But they have like an owl face with no eyes, uh, and their limbs are long and slimy. (laughs) Okay. Um, And they'll have a disturbing noise themselves as well. They go... Yes. (laughs) Sure, sure. Uh, I think we hear their noise in the trailer. However, people will be convinced that the aliens are good and miracle workers. The town will be buzzing, um, as is the ranch. They're selling plushy souvenirs yeah, I of, saw that. of the aliens. So they're like that owl head alien. And in one of these big events... A ship starts to abduct everyone. Mm-hmm. Uh, some are spared. OJ is hiding under the bleachers. He gets nearly sucked up, but he gets, you know, knocked. Yeah, uh, he's under the bleachers with the cheerleaders. Yes. And, and Emerald also manages to, to make it by. To avoid okay. the suck. Now, she, Emerald, because everything's going well, business is booming, she brings her son to this event as oh, well. Yeah. I forgot to, she was married and had a son. Yes, yes. <laughs> oh, yes. my God. Uh, so when Emerald wakes up, she realizes that everybody is gone. It's completely deserted. The town is completely deserted. They go and they see, you know, the TV studio, which is nearby somehow. I don't know how that happens, but, you know, whatever. Everybody's gone. Everybody's gone. It's it's like, you know, it, 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 yeah, everybody's disappeared. Makes no sense, uh, and also maybe they're all sick. Maybe it was flu season. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe they disappeared suddenly. Um, in a, in a bit of retroactive plot prediction, it's going to be the son who fist bumps the alien through the uh through the curtain. It, one of the through the curtain, yeah, okay, or tablecloth or whatever. In one of the earlier scenes, now OJ will promise Emerald that he will get him back, as in Emerald's son.
1: Right, so he's been abducted by the alien. Yes, he After has. fist bumping them.
0: Yes, buds. but that happened earlier. Okay, that's 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 their ET moment. Oh. Uh, okay, this is where if I didn't have any idea before, this is when I really start to have no idea. So, they <laughs> they have some wacky and weightable inflating arm tube
1: men. By the way, have you noticed yeah, that wacky all over the place? Waving arm, um, inflatable, flailing tube men. <laughs> Yes. So, they blow up some lights down a
0: well. Now, this is interesting because I paused this scene in the trailer and a lot of people think that it is- there's like this circle, there's like this well, this circle that has a light in it. And we see, I think, Emerald next to it. And a lot of people have speculated that that is actually inside the spacecraft. And so, she must- I don't remember seeing this. it's, it's It's a blink and you miss it moment. It happens so briefly, but people are thinking they go into the spaceship. Now, I- it's paused, managed to pause it on this scene and realize that it's actually a well because there's sand around it. So I think what they're going to do Maybe is- Maybe th- that's at the uh,
1: the Old West Ranch
0: Maybe that I it talked is. about in my plot. Maybe it is. So what I think they're going to do is they're going to um, blow up some lights down there to attract the attention of the aliens. The flying saucer pursues them. OJ is on horseback, kind of like gating them on. They'll manage- Oh, geez, Why did I make fun of you? They'll manage to lure them to a spot where they'll shoot fireworks at the alien spaceship. Oh, space ship- cool. <laughs> the uh the ship will start flipping out uh, and we think and it sort of crashes but we don't see it properly we think the ship might have landed OJ and Emerald go to uh, the area where they believe it crashed they see the alien clearly or clearish for the first time it's the same owl-like creature
1: we saw before
0: <laughs> however it has some additions to it. It has its father's- Well, their father's <laughs> oh, okay.
1: eye. Okay. <laughs> is it holding it or has it got it in its head? It's in its head.
0: Okay. And maybe some other things as well. So maybe we might see Someone's some skin. Penis. Some, no. Some hair maybe. So that's what it's doing. It's, it's stealing body parts.
1: So it's stealing defective body parts and then- uh, Or is it just healing people a bonus?
0: Well, the people die eventually.
1: Oh, Okay. So, so it heals them for a bit and then they die when they come back later on. Yeah, it's like yeah, Wi Fi yeah. signal from the spaceship just <laughs> kills them.
0: Yeah, yeah. They're living off borrowed time. But uh, it'll be left ambiguous as to whether the alien is trying to disguise themselves as, you know, a human or whether it's
1: a sick thing that it enjoys. <laughs> that's how it gets its jolly. The less wow. we know,
0: the better, Kieran. So, okay. you know, who knows why? So it's,
1: it's why. just weird and frightening and we don't know why. Yeah, absolutely. Because okay. that's what. Then it's the, like a David Lynch movie now. You,
0: you kind of. You you do weird stuff, and then the internet will make up their own answer, right? So sure. why does it heal people? Who knows? Okay. Make your own answers. <laughs> what a lazy prediction. Uh, so it is holding Emerald's child as well. So it's like oh, yeah. threatening him, and the child is crying. Uh, Emerald will shoot the alien with a rifle. The, re- the alien will fall backwards into a ditch that's behind them. When they run to find the alien, it has disappeared. <sighs> yeah. And its hats left blowing in the wind. (laughs) (laughs) So once they return home, they see something odd, like maybe all the horses are all disappeared, or maybe there's like a huge symbol in the sand that remains, leaving the family to wonder. Sand circles, yeah. Or because I mean, it's in the dirt, right? So sand circles, leaving the family to wonder: Will these creatures ever be back? And that's sort of what we're kind of left with. They head back inside. And they decide, you know what, we've, got, we've had a bad day. We're going to watch a movie about some DC superheroes. Uh, most notably, this, this movie will start with a childhood flashback. Wow. And one of the characters will turn to the other character and say, Golly, aren't you glad we're watching this movie and no, not some overhyped horror movie that leans too much on the success of a politically appropriate movie made four years ago? And everybody laughs. Wow.
1: <laughs> so, Eddie, just the end of the movie is just them watching DC League of Super Pets. Yes. At uh, The end. The end we And it's just the full DC League of Super Pets, but we just see it from their point of
0: view. <laughs> yes, it becomes a framing device for DC Super Pets. Oh,
1: <laughs> wow. So it's a three hour movie because <laughs> it's two movies for the price of one. It's Absolutely. just randomly like a crap kids movie at the end of it. Crap kids movie?
0: Crap kids movie? We haven't seen it. It could be great. Oh, well, I'm not going to see it. It could be the next Shrek. It could be. We'll see. Well, we won't see because we didn't cover it. So I feel like we're going to
1: be watching this trailer again. It's oh, yeah.
0: pretty much straight after oh, yeah. this prediction there's so much
1: stuff we need to point out. To uh, each other. Yeah, <laughs> and I hate to tell you this Manny Deep, but it, it sounds like you might have missed one of the trailers. Oh really? Yeah. There's stuff that is definitely in one of the trailers That I don't think you picked up on I've so. only seen two So if there's a third there's one There's four trailers Oh shit yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh you're in trouble you're in tr- I can't wait to watch that trailer you? It's going to be like Sonic 2 all over again When you didn't realise that Dr Robotnik had a giant robot <laughs> Yep. And that was such a huge part of that movie too Oh, oh is oh. that why there's a So uh, uh, when you said chimpanzee I was like there
0: is no chimpanzee in this
1: movie What is he talking well, you about? you see it fist bump the kid under the table yeah. But you- you'd only know that if you saw it the- in Contra in- Context with the rest of the, right. with the other trailers, but yeah, you'll see, you'll see. <laughs> Can't wait to see the movie now. Oh boy. <laughs> Can't wait to see who's closer because like I said, I feel fairly confident. Matty D has a completely different spin on the same trailer, trailers, same idea, but yeah, completely different spin. So I can't wait to see who's closer. But if you have any ideas, dear listeners, or what you think is going to happen in NOPE, please let us know. You can send us an email at potentialspoilerspod at gmail.com if you prefer to send emails anymore. I don't think anyone really likes sending emails <laughs> these days unless you have to. Uh, you can find us on our social media pages, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Or you can just simply leave us a comment on this episode's page on our Podbean site.
0: That's it. Let us know your theories. Let us know what you think will happen. A lot of people have theories about this movie. Yeah, this
1: is a movie that is really ripe for theories because it's based around a mystery and anything could happen, really.
0: Everyone's picking these trailers to pieces. Yes.
1: Um, It's a lot of speculation going on. I'd love to hear other people's speculation and see how different, like, I want to hear everybody's different opinions and see what does come together in the end.
0: I thought the aliens might be actually human. That
1: was one of the ideas I played with. I like their people. They're yeah. white people. <laughs> They're trying to abduct all the black people. Well, all
0: the bad guys end up looking human, right? In in all these previous movies. So
1: yeah, I guess so. Could be some that's kind a, of that's a good theory symbolism. But I personally don't think we'll see any kind of aliens in the movie. Just the spaceship. Interesting. Mm. That's I guess that's enough for talking about Nope for this week. And uh, let's get into talking about what we're going to be discussing next week. I think one of the main reasons that Matty D was upset that we didn't cover DC League of Super Pets is because, it doesn't it star Dwayne The Rock Johnson?
0: Yes, And does. you're
1: sort of insistent that we cover almost every starring vehicle that Dwayne The Rock Johnson has done in the last couple of years on this show.
0: Well, I mean, he is the best actor going here at the moment, right? I,
1: I guess so. <sighs> he's, he's, he's hitting, so. He's hitting home runs. We didn't get to talk about a Dwayne The Rock Johnson movie this week, and I know you're disappointed, but next Very week- sad. Next week we're doing an installment of actual spoilers Where we're going back and looking at a certain Dwayne the Rock Johnson movie that we covered in the past Because next week we're going back and looking at How well we did with predicting the plot Of Jungle Cruise, Disney's Jungle Cruise I've seen the movie I'm excited for Maddie D to see the movie because I think he's going to have a good time It's got Lookin- Dwayne the Rock Johnson, it's got Adventures in the Jungle Looking forward to it Maddie D thought the bad guy's name was Boss Rasher for some reason <laughs> I can't wait to get into that whole conversation <laughs> Oh no Cannot wait to talk oh, about that no. But So please join us next week for that and until we return to talk about jungle cruise? Hey Kieran, what's that falling from the sky? How does it think? What makes it move? Why does it breathe? Questions anyone would ask about a man if they'd never seen one before. Days, a man was borrowed the story that travis walton and five other witnesses told was so unbelievable so unimaginable that it has become the most famous case of ufo abduction ever reported
0: Nope.